Welcome to Bad Counsel, where Greg, Jack, and Tim freely give advice to their listeners' questions. So, let's be clear. These three are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. But I'm not so sure they know that. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. where you it's at but i i know i give you a tough time uh in the past i have given you a tough time in the past about <laughs> your level of commitment greg but oh. i have to say that the fact that you are on the mic sitting in what looks like the honeymoon suite or something with a little yeah, yeah. lace over your head right That's uh, beautiful. that you're taking time out of your honeymoon with katie to do the show like i take Hardcore. away everything i've ever said about your lack of commitment so <laughs> thank I, you yeah, well, you know, and, and honestly, I couldn't do it without the love and support of Katie because she is uh, truly, along with I'm sure Tammy and some other of our best friends, like she is our super fan and our supporter and our believer. And she's not just you know supportive of me doing it; she she's genuinely excited for me to do it. She packed my gear, you know. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, like that I'd this, be able to I do love it. Yes. The steady hand of Katie, right? Like he was love like, "No, it. I'm gonna take a, a week off." No, you're not. You're yeah. not fucking taking a week off, right? <laughs> Jack. We're, we want a commitment. Uh, Saturday night is coming. Saturday night. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? I'm good. Amelia Island. Okay, yep. good. Yeah, yeah. It'll take me a minute. I also happen to have cousins who live in Jacksonville who are going to meet us for a drink ahead of time, so we can. You could certainly join in and all that fun and, and see some of the Crow family tree all in one fell swoop. Oh man, are they Irish too? Uh, well, they're they're part Irish, but they come from the Italian branch of the family. Oh, okay. there you oh, go. That's a, Italian Irish. There yeah. you go. I'm good. You got to go to that now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my my mother's sister married an Italian chap, and nice. uh, he was my. Uh, if I could say now, they're all dead, so no one's feelings will be hurt. He was my favorite <laughs> uncle. And they were probably the, the first cousins with whom we were closest because we all lived in the same school district and did a lot together. So. Well, I, I I mean, what do you think, fellas? Uh, is it time to help some folks and uh, get to our listeners' questions? Jack, are you ready? I'm absolutely. Yeah? Okay. Greg, you ready? I'm ready. Well, before we do, though, I, I'd really like to make an appeal to you, dear listener. It'd be great for you to rate us and review us on iTunes or Spotify or whatever podcast app mm. you're using to listen to us. Certainly, iTunes helps a lot. But, you know, I mean, seriously, Greg's ego depends on it, and you don't want him to have to suffer, do you? Mm -hmm. So get out there. Just show some love. We would greatly appreciate it. We're doing this for free. We're not, you know, we're not out there, um, you know, uh, taking on advertisers, changing our message, make, wanting us to change our counsel. That's right. I wonder, I wonder what that would be if we had mm. like, but based on the product, how we would uh, alter our, our counsel. Oh yeah. Like the APA, yes. you know, if the APA were our sponsor, you know, the American <laughs> uh, Psychological Association and, and they started <laughs> trying to provide guidance on the counsel that we gave. Right. They would, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. They'd use that. With every advice we piece of advice we give you, well, of course, you know, therapy is an option. You know, there's a lot of wonderful therapists out there. And there is. Uh that's just not our bag, right? Right. Now. So Okay. Well, uh well, let's go. We we got an email. Uh normally you don't start off with an email, but I thought this would be a good one to start off with. Uh, it starts out, uh, I decided I wanted to move back to Texas. I was rebuilding connections and I had most of my family there. So I posted an ad on Craigslist in my hometown looking for a roommate and I found one. I didn't care about who the person was I, as I just liked the listing and all I could think about was being back home. So I told the guy uh, on the Craigslist ad, I wanted to live there until I find another place. He agreed. Well, this was the worst idea ever. <laughs> The first week I caught him staring at me while I was sleeping after no. work one day. I confronted him about it and I asked, are you sexually attracted to me or something? Whoa. I do not appreciate you staring at me while I sleep. And he said, well, about that, I have demons in me that take over my body and I didn't realize I was doing it. At that moment, I thought, I'm going to die at this man's hands. I told everyone I knew about the situation and they obviously told me, get the hell out of there. So I took their advice and planned my move out. Well... As I'm moving, I was in the living room collecting a few items of mine, and I saw one of his DVDs on the shelf. It looked like one of those burned disc type of things. 
On the front of it were posted images of people having sex with animals. It was straight bestiality porn. The man had two dogs he kept in his room, too. I ran out and never returned. To this day, I feel like it was illegal, and I should have reported it, so I'm asking for advice on what I should do. Uh, Well, geez, yeah, that's a bad roommate situation. I I actually myself had a roommate, and on more than one occasion, I will admit that I awoke to see him standing at the foot of my bed, like kind of just <laughs> looking. Really? More, more, more than once. More than once. Um, was it demons? Uh, no, it was alcohol. <laughs> I, I'm hoping it was alcohol. Yeah. It's kind of a demon. More than once. How how steely nerved do you have to be like for Greg to do it? Not once. More than once. Yeah. And I, and I was just like, uh, Dan. Go to bed, man. Go back to bed. And like, and like, and he would kind of wheel around and leave the room. You know, oh. the next day, like I never would. I never wanted to bring it. Was up. Was he a it sleepwalker? Was, uh, I I don't know. I, I never wanted to bring it up. It was too uncomfortable. I mean, <laughs> it, it, I, it was in my twenties, and those were kind of my hard drinking days. And and likewise for him. And so I'm, I I would like to think he was just disoriented or. Uh, you know, uh, God knows how he found his way in there. Uh, but his hands weren't in his pockets, were no, they? No, they weren't. No, no, no. They were, it didn't go beyond creepy staring. But uh, oh, that would freak me the yeah. fuck out. It, yeah, was, my, it was. It was. It was unnerving. It, and I did tell other friends, and I said, "Don't, don't mention it to anybody because uh, <laughs> it's just so. It's so awkward and uncomfortable. I didn't want it to discuss." It. Wow. I, I well, in this case though, this seems like a little more sinister. So, uh, bestiality porn, uh, living with dogs, uh, demons. All right. So, so uh, devil's advocate, real quick. First of all, uh, you know. <laughs> We all Literally. have dogs, right? People have dogs, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, fuck. All right, so the 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 DVD there there were pictures, I guess, on the DVD. Is that how I understood? Or, or like the, on like the front of it were posted images of people posted having sex images. with animals. Well, this guy, well, he, I give him whatever the case may be. I, I give the guy credit for like being committed to the production value of his. <laughs> Right. He's not just producing the the stuff. He's creating like uh, cover art. Jewel jewel cases and cover art for it. Exactly. (laughs) He's not so far gone that he doesn't care about the the presentation. (laughs) Or or perhaps he doesn't want like a uh, an innocent, unsuspecting roommate or family member visiting to accidentally grab the wrong DVD. (laughs) Well, that seems like an odd DVD to just have out on the shelf. If you were into such a thing, like uh, again, you know, you you, you got a roommate, maybe put it away. I don't know. Uh, Maybe he, maybe the, the, the other guy, wanted this fucking guy gone. He's like, you know what I'll do? I'll leave out that fucking DVD. <laughs> it's actually funny. I just imagined the writer being female. Oh, I, I don't know why. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's super creepy then. My God. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah even more so. Uh, but even so, you know, male, female, should should they have reported it? Uh, the, well, I mean, I, I can't help but think why people have DVDs in this day and age to begin with. But... <laughs> Harder to trace, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I guess if you wanted to go that route, um, maybe an anonymous tip to the local police, uh, especially if they've reposted the ad on Craigslist for a roommate, um, you know, that would seem to be a pretty easy layup for the local police if they were concerned about it, is to answer the ad and get a good look around or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I, you know, I guess if there were like actual, I, I find it just hard to believe that number one they'd have a dvd as greg said and number two that that they would really go to the point of printing pictures of people having sex with animals on the dvd like that i I mean is it you know maybe you miss saw i don't know i you know i'm just trying to again what what movie could it be by (laughs) (laughs) aliens uh aliens i suppose yeah you can quickly glimpse over you like is that guy fucking you know, maybe it was eyes wide shut. Maybe. maybe. Was, uh, oh, oh, see, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman yeah. in that Stanley Kubrick <laughs> flop. You know, yeah, Donnie Darko. Maybe there were some, oh, yeah, there some rabbit that's things good. going on there. there you go. So yeah, great soundtrack. You know, it's possible. It's possible. I, it just seems like, again, it, it doesn't. I don't know. It's a touchy subject, but it doesn't seem like a lot of proof. I guess standing at the edge of the bed makes it a little weirder. Yeah, stay off Craigslist. Yeah, I imagine Texans would want to like show up, you know, uh, armed 
to the teeth yeah. and, and like exact some vengeance on this guy, right? Right. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they handle that themselves, I would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas justice. So let's move on to uh, we did get uh, some things in from Twitter, some direct messages that remember that's at bad council one B-A-D-C-O-U-N-S-E-L one. I know Katie's paying attention, so I want to make sure I get that right. Uh, And this one came from fluffy underscore ad underscore 1924. And uh, fluffy asks, my grandparents are celebrating their 70th wedding anniversary in December. Other than the quote-unquote, what's the key to a happy life question, I'm trying to think of additional questions that I may have one day when I can't ask them. They're 89 and 92 years old. What should I ask them? Well, I mean, you know, the kind of the perfunctory, how did you meet, if they don't know that story. Um, If you want to have a little fun and the alcohol's flowing, maybe ask them like pet peeves and, you know, what annoys you, you know, about... um, about the other, you know, I was gonna, I was interested in the lat, like the last time they had um, sex and or <laughs> um, did drugs. I just want to know for, I'm just interested. Like, you, you'd ask your grandparents that? I'm just interested. Like, at 70, like, are they still, well, you know, JT's family, you know, like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. maybe that's fair ground. Yeah, yeah they, they know me. Um, yeah, no, that's it. I, I'm interested to to see like when people stop these things, drugs, sex, all these you know crazy stuff. That I mean, I guess most people stop them before me, but unless it's Keith Richards, I you know it was interesting. I I was more like, what is their perspective on life? I mean, if they're 89 and 92 years old, that means they were born in uh, the early 1900s, right? So I mean, to me, you know, no. think about just what they've I mean, seen. Well, what do you think of early 19... They're like 1920. Yeah. They were born. Yeah, the 1920s. That's not the early 1900s. That's the late 1900s. The early late 1920s? Early... Yeah. Yeah. Early mid. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I've had too much beer to try to do the math Sorry. there. Okay. So, um, you know, but they've seen... So, so, so Tim's going to ask, uh, you know, like they're, they're like the, how the world has changed. I mean, I think, I think it's fascinating how technology has advanced in that time frame. but Jack, I'm more interested in hearing how you would approach the subject of your <laughs> grandparents, sex life and drug proclivities. Would, would you do it like at a family dinner in front of everybody? I'd like to make a toast to, to Mimi and Pappy and, uh, <laughs> Let me ask you something. You know, now, now, now that we're going here, you know, Mimi, do you uh, do you like it when Pappy takes control of the situation? You know, when's, how often do you initiate? You know, Grandma. You know that's, that yep. sort of thing, Jack. Yeah. When's the last time you guys did it doggy style? Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. It's just you know. Are your grandparents still with you, Jack? I, yeah, I have one grandmother uh, still around. That's it. All right. Well, that sounds like a future potential Patreon segment. Jack <laughs> interviewing his own grandmother about you know her sexual tastes and drug use. <laughs> Listeners, what do you say? Uh, please respond uh, if you'd like to hear that on a future episode. I know I would. Uh, Yep, there you go, Fluffy. You should have known better by sending it here. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Bad start. Uh, yep. Also, <laughs> also from Twitter, direct message, at Chewy Knuckles one Whoa. sent us a note. Um, Chewy Knuckles asks, what is the best excuse to get out of multiple days of work without a doctor's note? P.S. Yes, I know you're not a hotline. I planned in advance. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chewy. Okay, that's smart. That's smart. Okay, so I'm glad to see our listeners are are actually trying to get maximum benefit out of the show. Right? I don't know why they think we're good at uh, playing hooky, but, you know, they're probably right. Hmm. Multiple days. Uh, Well, I mean, I think in this day and age, um, correct me if I'm wrong, the the go-to would be COVID-19, would it not? Well, I think that without a doctor's note, I think you need to... Right? Can you just say you have COVID and everybody just well, no, accepts you say it you these have days? This, I, th- I think you say you have the symptoms, or you're exhibiting uh, the symptoms, or you're you're you've been exposed to somebody who's exhibiting the symptoms. True. I think the threshold 
I mean, I, I think there's like a certain reverence with which we're treating this pandemic where people are, you know, leery about uh, questioning anybody's possible exposure. We've become such a, you know, a sensitive and delicate society where we can't uh, question anybody's honesty regarding that. So, so that, that leaps to mind, you know, saying, I think I might have been exposed to COVID. And I think there's the added benefit of you could use that multiple times. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. This oh, no. True. I, this time, I really do think I was exposed. So yeah, I should probably yeah, stay a couple of days out just to make sure. Yeah, because then you get the few days you got to take a test, right? And then it takes a little right. while for the test results to come by. It'd be better if I stayed home while the test results are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so go get the test. Go even go yeah. get the test. Who cares? Right. You know, at least You're still going to get those few days, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to go with um, kidnapping. I was the uh, victim of a kidnapping. Um, so that's a, a tough one to, you know, disprove, right? Like, you know, you could just not, you don't even have to call in. You just don't show up for like three days and then just show up and be like, no, I was kidnapped. I was, it was a kidnapping. What do you guys <laughs> well, think about it. that? Well, I don't know. That's risky because I think that uh, most companies, if you don't call or show for like two days, then they can legally terminate you. And now, if you even if you got kidnapped, is there a kidnapping yeah, we, clause? Maybe, but it, but the, the the deed is done. Like if you know, let's put it this way: if you're a good employee and they value you, then there's probably not a lot you couldn't get away with. You know, True. I mean? you could get good away point. with kidnapping. But if they dislike you and they're looking for a reason to terminate you, I can see myself saying to somebody in that situation, like, "Oh, damn." Geez, Jack, I, I wish I'd known you'd been kidnapped. I'm glad you're okay. But unfortunately, not knowing what happened, we had to terminate you. Now, to rehire you, you're going to have to go through the application process again. And But I tried to text you from the trunk. I just I didn't yeah. have reception. So it's uh, that's, a, that's an unfortunate thing, but uh, we've already filled your spot. You know? <laughs> how many, it's been two days, for Christ's sake. How, many, um, how good of an employee do you have to be to get away with, um, I kidnapped somebody? Like, I, I couldn't make it for a few oh, days. Because, you'd have to be like, a big producer. For right? Yeah. At that yeah, point, yeah, you'd yeah, have to be yeah, like yeah. top dog, right? You're like, all right, yeah, no yeah. You problem. can just be average to be yeah. the victim of a kidnapping, but to actually commit <laughs> a kidnapping. See you Thursday. You, you, yeah, you need to be a top producer. <laughs> is there going to be court time? Are you going to miss for court time? Or are we good? Yeah. <laughs> We've all interacted with HR enough to know, like, if you have the time off, like, if this guy has a bank uh, of sick days, then it really doesn't matter what he says. You know? No, yeah, I mean, right. No, no, companies are so spineless that they're not, if you have the time off and you claim to be sick, uh, most companies aren't going to question it. They're going to say, well, you know what? He, I, I've had this conversation with HR professionals saying, I, I know this person is making this up. I know that they're not really right. sick. or And they're like, well, you know, they, they have the time, Greg, so you might as well just let them take it and they won't get to use it later in the year. Litigious society. So there you go. So Chewy Knuckles, one, you could say, hey, I've chewy got the COVID. Knuckles. You can use that multiple times. If you're a top producer, you can actually say that you are committing a kidnapping. If you're an average to... <laughs> Above average producer, you can you're say you're a victim of a kidnapping. But you'll still lose Just your job. Just know that you may have to reapply. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So there you go, Chewy Knuckles. I think well, I just say, just say you got the COVID, right? Just, just yeah. say it. I think I got Seems the COVID. Easier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So also from Twitter, um, Hogs Nap Naparu. Hogs Naparu. H A W A G S N A P A R. I'm going to stop reading the names. Hogs Naparu. Um, <laughs> So Hogsnapperoo says, so my four-year-old son likes to dance around naked after baths and while he's changing his clothes. As cute as he can be, it gets old after a while. And if you've ever had a boy, you know how they can become obsessed with their peckers. I told him one night that if he didn't put it away, the pecker snatcher would come and take it. He looked at me with some disbelief and said, I was kidding him. I told him it was the truth. And that's what happened to his sister. His eyes got big, and he put oh, his no. pants on. <laughs> oh, my God. Fast forward a couple of days, and him and his sister have now elaborated on the story. And the pecker snatcher <laughs> is now a man with has a basket full of peckers that he carries around with him and other elaborations on the story. All was good and well until he explained the entire mythology they created to their grandparents and teachers. Now I'm the weirdo. <laughs> Parenting is dumb. What the hell can I do to untangle this mess? And that's from 
Hogs Snatcheroo? Is that Hogs yeah. Nap- <laughs> Hogs Naparoo, not oh. not Snatcheroo. Okay, I was gonna say that. I mean, that's uh, that's a kind of a telling email address or handle. <laughs> I was a little, I cringed a little when you started talking about you know, but then like, oh well, as a parent, yeah, that's 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 a real thing, and you just try to manage the kids. And now he wants to know how to get out from looking like a nut to the local community. Just lie. Just say it's it's his word against his kids. They're children. <laughs> You'll never believe them. They, they He's made four it up. years old. Exactly. He made it up. Yeah. He must would... have been watching something on television. I think he was watching Family Guy, and that, <laughs> that notion came to him. I, yeah, that's what I would honestly. I would blame it on Family Guy. I'd be like, you know what? I, I know I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> so it doesn't completely absolve him of responsibility. You know, it's like I, I know I, I know that's not age appropriate, even though it's a cartoon. Uh, but I, I've been allowing the kids to watch Family Guy, <laughs> and, they, and they must have picked that up during an episode. And, and I think most people would be like, "Okay, that makes sense. Not the greatest thing in the world, but we've all been desperate to have our child's attention captured for a few minutes." So that's awesome. So we'll go from there. He's pleading to a lesser charge, basically. Is what he's saying, yeah, he's like, you know, yeah. How fucked up is that? No, the, it's the, fucked up. That's for pecker, sure. Yeah, that's, what is it? The pecker snatcher? Pecker what snatcher. The, what the fuck well, is that? Then I started to imagine, what does the pecker snatcher monster look like? And what's he running around with a basket full of peckers? Right. And then think of the scarring that he's done to his daughter, who now thinks that she had her she pecker She had a pecker, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. What a fucked for, up for, situation, man. Yeah. yeah. For, for, I, mean, I, I normally like our listeners, but this one... You know, Hogs de Peru or Naparu or whatever his name is. I, I, I was. Peru. You deserve the situation that you're in right now. <laughs> oh where, 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 where's the guy's wife in this situation? Where's the mother of these children? I don't know. Again, he never said he was a male or female, but I just assumed yeah. it was the dad. Like, I just assumed because no yeah. mom is going to do something no, stupid right. like that. Yeah, that's a dumb. It's just the guy. Male thing. But that yeah. doesn't seem like something that just kind of off the cuff he made that up either. That seems like a. A narrative that he's been thinking about long and hard for, for some time. Yeah, maybe it's been passed down through generation and generation. Maybe he grew up in fear of the uh, pecker snatcher as well. Maybe he's just got a family uh, of guys that can't keep their hands off their junk. But but with an urge to dance. Can't keep their hands off their junk and an urge to dance. <laughs> mm. I mean, that I do, right? I get out of the shower and, you know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to poke out my mind's eye just getting that image out of there now. Like, oh my god. Uh, that's why. That's why the ladies love Jack. That's why our female listeners. Uh, that Jack is single handedly capturing our right. female demographic with. They do little little revelations like that. That's why Jack's voice sounds so hot. I appreciate the assist as well. Last week, thank you very much for the compliment. That was. Uh, I wish. I wish they had left their name. I wish she. Had- I hope they call back. Jack single. I, I was, well, I was surprised that we didn't hear anything back about, um, I, know, I mean, me you did send us that picture of you uh, having your pear salad. It certainly oh, looked like was, you were enjoying it. I got a lot of pleasure from that pear salad. Yes, a lot of pleasure, right. Exactly. So, a lot of pleasure. There you go. There you Who go. Th- think to put a pear in a salad? <laughs> I loved it. Well, well there you go, Hogs and Apparel. Or Naparoo, Hogs Naparoo. I, you know, I, I really have a lot of respect for Greg and Jack, who, hmm. you know, as as they may just kind of cover, you know, hold their nose as they're giving the answer. They gave good counsel, in my opinion, as to how to get out of this, you know. But yet, uh, we're kind of repulsed. <laughs> right. Okay. On to the next one. So, uh, at I Dark Cloud Seventeen sent us this. Sib. We can probably all agree that both that both are seriously wrong and hopefully you'll never have to go through either scenario with your partner. But my question is, which is worse as in grounds for divorce because you feel you could not work past it? Oh boy. A, your spouse admits to having sex in parentheses protected with multiple escorts. There were no emotional attachments. It was purely for sexual reasons. They only admitted to it when they were caught red handed or B, your spouse admits to having an emotional affair online with a person from another state. They have never met in person before, but your partner feels a strong, quote unquote, soulmate like connection to this person. And they just had to tell you. Ooh. Well, this will be interesting, listeners. You know, Jack and I are often aligned on our responses, but often we're far, far apart. And I have a feeling this is going to be the latter. I, I couldn't forgive either. 
You know, I, I don't think there's much hope for this relationship in either case. But for me, um, I think the the multiple repeated physical indiscretions would outweigh um, an emotional one. You know, I, you, you don't know what's going on inside anyone's mind and to harbor some sort of like emotional fantasies, one thing, but like to, you know, having sex with escorts, that's nasty. Multiple. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Multiple, multiple times. Well, oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, I don't know how you could forgive either one of those, but um, is, is this listener saying that both have happened? Or, or is this some sort of bizarre hypothetical? Yeah, I think it's just a, yeah. I, I think it's a version of um, asking for a friend uh, is oh, probably my, <laughs> you know, but they didn't say that. But that was my sense when I read I Dark Cloud 17's question. I thought, oh, one of these things happened to this person. Yeah, I mean, they're both awful in their own ways. But uh, yeah, I, I couldn't get past the multiple indiscretions with an escort. <laughs> Jack? <laughs> I agree. That 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 ah. both of them are are unpleasant for sure, um, <laughs> at the very least. Um, the <laughs> I Jack's um, already downgraded them from un, uh, <laughs> monstrous to, to unpleasant. It's unpleasant. <laughs> um, the 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 um, the non loyalty and the lying part um, bothers me a lot more than the actual sex. So oh. um, the the again I've I've you know, learned in my years, the, the ability to, to separate <laughs> sex and, and emotion and, and, and it can have, and it doesn't have to happen. Obviously it's nice when both exist, but, um, <laughs> it can, it can absolutely happen, uh, you know, one or the other. So I, I would find it much easier <laughs> to understand a, a physical, uh, relationship with, with multiple people, not necessarily at once, but that's not horrible either. But, but with multiple people knowing that again, there's no continuous connection. There's no long-term uh, building of emotions, so on and so forth. Yeah. It would bother me more. Um, and you know, I've kind of done, well, not done both of these, but uh, it, it would bother me more um, to know that, um, the, to know that somebody, you know, that somebody is, is uh, emotionally involved with someone else. It is interesting how your mind operates, Jack, and I'm not judging you. I, I genuinely think it's fascinating because to me, like these situations aren't occurring in a vacuum, right? And mm. so I, I would say to myself, if I was on the other end of either, if I was on the bad end of either of these situations, then I would have to self-reflect and say, you know, what am I not providing my partner to the point where they would have to go out and seek either a physical right. uh, c- c- connections or an emotional connection? And I think... I would, um, uh, you know, have to kind of say to like reflect and, and say, is there accuracy to their concern? Like, am I not giving physical affection or am I not giving emotional support? Mm-hmm. And so there's some justification to the action, you know what I mean? So I think that would be relevant as well, you know? Yeah. I, I like I said, I, it, to me, um, yeah, the emotional uh, part of it, whether it's, you know, uh, long distance online, um, you know, I, like I said, I've, I've had long distance online, you know, phone relationships, um, you know, with, with various people over the years. And, um, you know, obviously outside of the, the physical part, whether, you know, you decide to meet at one point or another, but, um, up until then there's still, you know, again, can be, you know, quite a bit there. So I, I, again, I would much rather the, the person that I am, uh, emotionally attached to for the remainder of my life, which will probably never happen again, by the way. But I would like that person. Unless that to, caller calls back. <laughs> I would prefer <laughs> that person, if I had the choice, uh, to have what what is simply a physical uh, situation with someone else versus, mm. uh, 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 you know, that emotional, which is really, you know, our connection. That's the, the, the long term of that relationship, right? I mean, the set, you know, obviously there needs to be sex too. Um, no, that's but just I'm my perception. Keep, I'm going to keep disagreeing with you. And, and here's my final thought on the situation. It's because like, um, you, you know, even a, a happily married person or a, hap- a person, in a, a healthy, uh, monogamous relationship, it's possible to have emotional connections to other people. They're called friends. Y- you know what I mean? Like, and so it's just, yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's all perception and, and the situation I, I, you know, I've been in a situation where where both have existed. 
you know, where where me and and my partner uh, both had uh, both types of relationships with uh, another person. So, um, you know, it, it again, I know that you can't see that from from your perspective at the moment. Um, but it, it to me, the idea of you know having sex with another person can is is not you know uncommon not not much different from you know uh boxing or going to a movie it's it's <laughs> it's <laughs> wow what kind of sex do you have wow. holy just, crap i'm just saying so, it's, well, so that, basically it's like it's like <laughs> masturbating but with another person right essentially, like, that's what you're saying I mean, like Right, it's like essentially, deep sea right. Fishing. It's the right, same no. as deep sea fishing, <laughs> right? Like, like, it's just something but, you do. It, it, right? There's no right if there's not like an emotional fighting. attachment. Correct. Going to a Japanese steakhouse. There yeah, you whatever, go. Right? Now you got it. Yep, we're <laughs> on the same wow. page now. Yep. No, but no, 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 no. Like you can have an emotional connection with somebody, but it's not like you know. It doesn't diminish. Like I, I maybe it's the old Catholic schoolboy in me. Like the, when I look at the like, not that I live my life by the Ten Commandments, but but those are you know, <laughs> fundamental, moral, um, societal kind of beliefs. You know, the Catholics didn't invent those notions. Right, and but like this person's saying a soulmate. They they feel like they they have a soulmate on the other end of this, you know, online situation. It's not, he made me have an orgasm, I forget his name. Like, that's, again, I, from like I said, it, yeah, de- different views. So this is great. So um, the the listeners can't see this, but the conversation was so good that I think Katie now is actually in the studio with us because she was so <laughs> she she could not wait to hear what the hell we were talking about. Jack, can I ask yes. one thing for Katie's benefit? And I know this, but Absolutely. I think the listeners um, want to know this too. So, yep. would you is for you? Is a sexual encounter more like boxing or fly fishing? <laughs> I would say between those two, it does depend on the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely been situations where boxing is the answer. That's for sure. Oh boy. Okay. Just curious. With with consent, of course. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And there's a, the the donkey punch. Oh God! Oh, um. <laughs> I will say, listeners, that Greg and I did not know what a donkey punch was until Jack actually shared with us, and we're not going to share it on this podcast because we are, although not a family podcast, we there are some lines we won't cross. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that might be Patreon material. <laughs> That's Patreon folks. material. Yeah, we can have Jack describe what a what Urban a donkey dictionary punch is. definitions with Jack. There you go. Oh my God. Uh, we we did get a couple of voicemails. We got a voicemail from Tyler, New Hampshire. He called back. Oh, excellent! Oh wow! We he called back to tell us what great advice we gave. Uh, not not quite, but we'll, 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 let's go ahead and listen to it. <laughs> oh, no. Hey guys, this is Tyler from New Hampshire calling back. Uh, thanks for offering me some advice. Uh, but uh, you know, your advice was to take an awkward situ- awkward situation and make it more awkward for me. So <laughs> I decided to pass on that for now. I guess I'll just suffer a little bit longer. Um, but th- I did hear your advice for the other guy with the threesome action. So I kind of like that. So maybe you can help me out with this. Okay. Uh, my wife and I, we uh, well, watching the game Monday night. I wanted well, I wanted to watch the game Monday night, and my wife wanted to fool around. Well, I'm not against that, obviously, but. It was, uh, you know, the Chiefs versus the Ravens. I had Patrick Mahomes in my fantasy league, so I didn't want to. I wanted to watch the game. She forced me into it, kind of. Not really forced me, but so um, in order to speed things up, I kind of faked it a little bit, and I think she found out, and I'm kind of in trouble, (laughs) so I'm not sure what to do. Maybe you can help me with that. Thanks, guys. Faked it. (laughs) Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. (laughs) So many questions. Before before we delve into this, I'm going to say I think you should give Tyler each of our personal phone numbers because this guy's got some problems. I mean, this this guy needs a lot of help. Text text us. I'm I'm utterly confused. Like he he references the advice that Jack gave on on the threesome question from last week as being beneficial to him watching a football game with his wife and her wanting to have sex. On the, who who's the third person in that? Al Michaels. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pat Mahomes. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tony I think Romo. He, 
I think just yeah. the, uh, the, the, I think the sex direction is where we took it. But um, so a couple of things. Um, number one, you faked it. Um, okay. I, number two. I've never known that since, uh, since Kramer in Seinfeld uh, admitted to faking it. <laughs> When, he, when he's just tired and he's had enough and he just wants to go to sleep, you know. Well, this is this is where I'd really like a woman's perspective because I I would imagine that it would be obvious that it was right. Fake. It seems right. That seems like a, a tough thing to fake. Um, I guess depending on you know the okay. spot of well, deposit guess, and yeah, such. If but wearing a condom, right? I guess maybe. So, so let's throw that yeah. out to our female audience, and uh, and that's I think a listener feedback might be good for a future future episode. Is you know, ladies, you know, uh, who you're part of Bad Council Nation, uh, write to us. Let us know if you feel like your partner has ever faked it, or if they've admitted that they faked it, and then how, just how they went about faking it. You know. So my my suggestion, first of all, you don't pass up sex right i'm a i'm a huge football fan um i understand <laughs> i thought he was gonna say a huge sex man that's so <laughs> funny that you said football i understand the value of, of pat mahomes in a fantasy league uh and nonetheless um come on dude so my suggestion would be to um you make sure that you position the tv uh to a spot <laughs> where you can see it from wherever you're going to be in said sexual encounter um and then of course turn the volume down um, you know, so that you're not actually focused on it, but that you can kind of look up every now and then and see, you know, if he's throwing a touchdown or what have you. Um, and then if you get into a really, really good relationship, then they don't even mind that you're watching TV while it's going on. And sometimes you don't even have to do anything. You just sit on the couch and watch TV and not have to fake it. So um, if you can get that, that would be my suggestion. In the meantime, go with the positioning of the TV and just turn the volume down. Wow, that does sound like a wonderful, loving relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And may I clarify? Uh, I, I think I know Jack's intent, but for the listener, like when Jack says fantasy league, folks, he's saying fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> At least Maybe. in this context of this, this time, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> What? Oh, I thought well, this so was that's pretty solid advice for Tyler. You know why? Fa why? So basically, Jack, if I'm hearing you correctly, he's like, dude, why fake it? You know, just enjoy both. You can. Right. Can't you watch television and uh, make love to your wife at the same time? Come on, for God's sakes! It's uh, yes, you can. It's uh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. or, or hit pause or pay ten dollars for the yeah. DVR package. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing, right? Can't you pause it these days? I mean, you know, let's be honest, Tyler. You're not going to be, you know, going for hours, so. Um, you know, pause it, <laughs> jump back on. Let us know how it went. All right. So, that, hey, that's. I think that's good advice. I think that uh, yeah. we definitely have some good advice there, and and maybe saved a marriage, but for sure some good advice. Absolutely. Right. You're welcome, Tyler. It, it was interesting. Uh, we do have another voicemail, but before we get to that, we got a direct message from blah blah blahdy blah. That's the the handle at blah blah blahdy blah. Um, but the reason I'm putting in here is the nature of the question, and I didn't know if there was some connection to the voicemail. So it said, hmm. hello, all. So my husband has recently started turning uh, turning me down for sex for the first time in our relationship. Problem is, I'm pretty sure he's still going into the bathroom and pleasuring himself pretty regularly. What <laughs> gives? Should I be concerned? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just another variation on that that grim theme of like emotional infidelity or physical infidelity. Like that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, you should be concerned. You're probably <laughs> doing something wrong. Oh, it's her fault. I'm just saying that. Listen, if I have the Ooh. choice of of you know uh, listen i and i can come up with some good stuff on my own like don't get me wrong yeah. right but given the choice um you know just physically um i don't understand any situation where you, you know you would prefer your hand over a living conscious woman well, that, <laughs> I mean, or a cantaloupe. Or a cantaloupe. <laughs> or a cantaloupe. <laughs> I'm just. I mean, seriously. So physically, I. I. I mean, I can't. Um. So. So there obviously is is something going on that that, um, you know, he is uh become uninterested in, um, or maybe he's interested in something or someone else, um, or maybe he's gay. I don't know. 
but yeah, it's 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 a bad situation regardless. For sure. But you definitely think she should burst in on him when she suspects he's doing it, right? I mean, you might as well. Why well, not? Yeah. And just demand an explanation. Yeah, yeah. And guys, it could be, you know, uh, two men, right? Uh, like it doesn't doesn't just have to be male, female, right? It could be. Uh, but yeah, the, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Could be two females, couldn't it? Could be two females, right? Um, yeah. But I, to me, I think that two boxes. I wasn't paid. Paying attention, to the, I wasn't paying attention to the verbiage. Well, no, so my husband partners. is, but I'm just, I'm just oh, okay. saying that oh, you know, gotcha, it's not, gotcha. it's not really. Just, this is a, this is a communication gap between two people, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and whomever the the person is that, that wrote this in, blah 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 de blah. Yeah, yeah. Probably should just surface it. Just talk about it, right? Like, you know, is there has there been conversations about? you know, a lack of interest or a desire to do something else or, you know, being a big fan of Jack on this podcast and wondering what it's like to go to a bar and try to pick up somebody else. I mean, no. is there something else going on here? Uh, and you probably need to surface that and figure it out. Yeah, that's terrible. Is that is, is I mean, can you comprehend that, Greg? What surfacing the question? The no, no, no. Being that? in that that position and, and, and being offered sex from a female and then being no, I'm good, and then 15 minutes later getting up and going to the bath again, assuming that that was the well. Let's put it this way. I mean, I guess it's more work, uh, right? Hi, hi, Physically, hi, no, hi, hypothetically, a female. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If uh, Judge Judy offered me sex, then I, I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> right? Well, the that, assumption that, is that they're yeah, right that there's some but, interest but, or they were not yeah, together. Right, right. The person that you're married to, uh, yeah. yeah, that that strikes me as being outside the norm. <laughs> right, yeah, right. It sure does. Sure does. You wouldn't bang Judge Judy. No, no. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, but, if but Judge no, that, Judy offered me sex. I would be all over Judge Judy. I would Judy. go to the bathroom and just use yeah, my yeah. hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, so I, I'm saying it's, you know, like, obviously Why did there's... Judge Judy come up? Oh, oh my God. God. Can, you, can you envision that, Greg? Where a woman... And, then he went, and that's where he went. You de- Immediately you Judge de- Judy. Decline. <laughs> well, that's about as... Uh, uh, I mean, because she is a female, but that's about as ridiculous uh, an right, idea as right. possible. Yeah. So, no, yeah, I, I'm not saying that, you know, Jack, I know for you probably if any woman, any conscious woman offered you sex, you know, you'd probably be up for it. You it's know? not a requirement. Yeah, but but, but it, 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 within the confines. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Within the confines of a loving relationship, yeah, it's a, it's not normal. No, I can't imagine. Uh, you know, um, I'm on my damn honeymoon. Like I can't imagine <laughs> my, my beautiful wife next to me and being like, "Nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." I think I saw a JC Penny ad and watched it. Let me grab it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the it's That's the spring good. bra issue of the JC Penny. Yeah. <laughs> so that means yeah. So you're in a good relationship. They're in a bad yeah, one. I sure am. That's that's exactly right. But but Jack, you did give wise advice to wrapped in all that dysfunction, which was <laughs> talk about it, or maybe it was Tim who said it, like surface yeah, that question. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, unbelievable you that he def- confused the two of us, Jack. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. You, you should definitely. You should definitely raise that to your partner. Like, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, I I, I hear I, I hear the rumor rocking, and so I'm coming and knocking. You know? Yeah. You should be concerned. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Communicate. Yeah. Communicate. Uh, okay. So uh, Jeff from New York. Uh, gave mm-hmm. us a call. It's a bit of a lengthy message. Jeff likes to hear himself oh, talk, boy. but uh, in, all in all, there is a question. So do here. we. Welcome to the club, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was a very self-aware joke right there. Hey, guys. My name is Jeff. I'm from New York City. And I just had a question for you guys. First of all, I want to say you guys do a great job. I actually love you guys crack me up. And also... uh, Sometimes your bad advice actually is good advice, and I know you don't mean that, but it has actually helped me a couple of times. So, Oops. Just know, try us. not to do it too often, giving good advice. Anyway, um, I just wanted to get your opinion on something um, that I just thought since you guys know so much about sex and drugs and rock and roll, that I have a situation where I'm in a relationship and... They, the girl likes to drink, and I don't. And 
I like to smoke out periodically with marijuana, and mm. she does not. Although mm. when she does, she has a great time. <laughs> and I'm Don't just thinking, should I just, it just seems like she keeps putting me down for doing that, and I'm thinking, you're drinking a bottle of wine every single day. Why am I supposed to feel bad? And I just don't get it. I know you guys have talked about it, but the question really is, is this something that's worthy of breaking a relationship up? Or, you know, what would you handle? Or how would you handle it, I mean? Hmm. Anyway, that's my question. If you get to it, that's great. I'd appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> I'll look forward to listening to you guys either way. Hope you guys are doing well. Thank you very much, and look forward to what other guys would do in my situation. Have a great day. Well, I, I, I'd like to start out by saying that, you know, I, I've been want to disparage our listeners. Jeff gets us. Jeff, you're exactly <laughs> the kind of listener that we do this show for. That's right. You're, sensitive, yes. you're thoughtful. You obviously get us, um, and I think you're amazing. You know, so whether this relationship works out or not, you're amazing. Wow. Anyway, but but here's the good news. High praise. Uh, no, I, I think Jeff is 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 great, and and here's the good news. You you have the foundation for a really beautiful relationship there because at the end of the day, you both like getting intoxicated. That's the good <laughs> That's news. Right. You know. <laughs> you know? You guys are like, you know, uh, arguing over uh, semantics in a way. It's, you know, mm. you both like getting a little bit crunk, you know, and that's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> it is a good thing. So, you know, uh, meet her halfway, man. You know, uh, start drinking a little bit. And uh, maybe mm. if you meet her halfway and have a drink or two, uh, then she'll be more apt to more regularly get stoned with you. And I think then you'll both be much happier. That's actually pretty good advice. Um, <laughs> you know, I get it. It's, uh, you know, and, and smoking for whatever reason, you know, has, has always had that, that uh, just being a lesser situation. Illegal. That's right? why. And that, right. But now it's, it's not it's right illegal. now. It's becoming less and less right, right, um, right. like that. So, so I say, hang in there, man. Like soon it's just going to be <laughs> as normal as everything else. And then it's not going to be a big deal. Then you're going to be like, what are you talking about? And then the, her cousin sitting next to you is going to be like, what are you talking about? And light up a joint. So um, I think time is on yeah. your side. And uh, if you just hold out a little bit longer, um, then you're going to be okay. If, uh, when you get high, you, you know, become a, a slobbering idiot and she doesn't enjoy that. Or when she gets drunk, she becomes, you know, uh, annoying and, and repetitive and, you know, those things that then, you know, obviously, and, and that upsets you, um, then yeah, maybe you guys need to have a discussion about it. But other than that, I say just hold out, uh, uh, um, keep it going. And, and soon, you know, you, you, what you do will be just as normal as what she does. And then you can move on to stronger. Maybe stuff. they could drink bong water together. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice compromise. Oh, that's oh, a nice compromise. Yeah, Talk about where, commitment like, to a relationship. There are two worlds. Or smoke, of, smoke some hops. Well, maybe. that's like where their worlds intersect. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the hops bud and the marijuana bud are, uh, they're from the same family. You know that, right? Like they're, they're, they're related. Yes. So that is, I mean, I don't oh, know. There you, you go. Can smoke hops. So do yeah, that. That's Bring why it, if yeah. You, so if take you hold her a hops bud in your hand and you hold like a, you know, a, a pot, you know, marijuana bud that, that you can see. He's, he's uncomfortable saying the word. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I, I hear so many, I, I, I just hear so many good things here. They're both, they, they must care for each other and they're both committed to yeah. being intoxicated. That, that, those are rare qualities in life. And I think you should cherish those. <laughs> oh, I man. agree. Uh, okay. So good. There you go. Uh, Jeff, thanks for giving us a call. Uh, yeah. some, prob some more good counsel. I, yeah, I, you I love know. you, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> just, just, just call back or write the... us. As soon as we get our shirts and our merchandise going, we're going to give Jeff. Uh, he's my favorite caller of the series so far. <laughs> we're going to give Jeff a shirt. All he's right. I like Jeff. All right. Very good. Uh, we're going to get 16-minute calls now. From now um, <laughs> oh, Jeff, one more thing, though. I appreciate that you're a fan. Go on to iTunes and rate us. That's vitally important, listeners. Go. Rate Good. us. Be like Jeff, guys. Be like Jeff. Be like Jeff. What would Jeff do?
So this one came through Twitter uh, at uh, at Sir underscore Lemon. Sir Lemon. Um, I. It's funny. We used to have people. A lot of our Twitter stuff came through, and they had numbers after their name. Greg has a tantrum, <laughs> complains about the numbers, and now we're not getting numbers anymore. So I, I, I don't know if like the people are listening, like, oh shit, like I better come up with a new handle or something yeah, because Greg's going to rip me or a new one. Astute observation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there's going to be a whole new world of original Twitter handles. As we call this that's right. like, what's trending? That's- no numbers in Twitter handles. Yeah. Nice. So Sir underscore Lemon asks. Two of my roommates just got into a fight over some very petty drama. I've been in a very poor mental state, and their fight has affected me significantly. I signed a one-year lease in February for this house, but I'm not sure I can continue living with these clashing roommates. I'm asking for advice because this is also my first time living on my own. I have a place to live if I decide to stop living here, but I'm not sure what repercussions breaking a lease will have on me. I don't pay with credit. I simply give cash to one of my roommates, and they pay it off. Wait. Oh, he signed a lease. It sounds like what he signed a lease on a fucking napkin. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, he didn't put that in there. So uh, he simply gives cash to one of his roommates. Uh, any advice would be appreciated. No, when I say fight, I mean a physical fight with punching and head stomping included. Head stomping, head stomping Ooh. included. Mm. No simple disagreements or argument. Holy shit! Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure, listener, that they're not in love? And what you took for a head stomping fight wasn't really that oh. love making. Oh. Jack, are it you is taking possible. in two roommates? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think head okay. stomping is in there too. Yeah. Um, first of all, dad? No. Um, so the. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like just they th- said it's their first time living on their own. Obviously, they're new to the world. Um, grow up. This is how shit happens. Um, it's, it's a fucking tough world out there. And people beat each other up. So pay your fucking bills. Go in your fucking room and close your fucking door if you don't like it. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm with Jack on a lot of this. I, I will admit, like if they each have their own room, then, yeah, just go in your own room. You know what I mean? Uh, what's the big deal? Just kind of retreat and hide. I mean, that's how I got through the first 18 years of my life. I just went in my own room and turned up the television as loud as possible. But but if it's unbearable, if you're living like I've lived in uh, roommate situations where there was like two bedroom apartments, we had six guys piled into that place, you know, with bunk beds and all that. Oh my! So if it's that kind of close quarters and it's constant tension or yelling, I also need peace to be happy in life. And so if you've got a place to go to, then go to it. You know, that's it's a pretty simple decision. Either you're going to man up and like Jack said, just accept that there's domestic violence is rife in this world and it's, unavoid- it's virtually unavoidable or go home to mommy and daddy you know that's true. where there's probably more domestic violence so exactly they did say <laughs> they did say they were in a, a poor mental state so uh, you know I, no I mean, that's true yeah or know. call 211 yeah seek counsel but yeah i mean if you ever feel bad do, definitely do that but I, to me yeah. i was like get the hell out of there right and you two are like no fucking suck it up man <laughs> you like, signed the lease <laughs> right <laughs> come on come on tough it up I, buttercup I, I mean i have lived in apartments with like male friends and, and fights weren't yeah i did i common, did too, yeah. but they yeah. weren't unheard of i mean right they didn't they didn't they didn't I, affect my mental well-being you know i don't know that i ever saw i had a roommate stomp another roommate's head yeah that's a bit aggressive that's yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> a bit. I may have happened once yeah. or twice. I, you know, I think that the the theme of the show at this point is um, that folks need to uh, vet their roommates a little bit better, right? Uh, these, you know, maybe you should yeah, check true. these people out yeah. before you move into these places. It's uh, it's not working out as a whole. Yeah. Okay. So suck it up, Buttercup. So at Dead Star ninety seven ninety sent us a note uh, on Twitter, and they said. Uh, I have nyctophobia, which I'm very open about, but no matter how hard I try to tell them, my parents say, I don't care. Turn off the lights. Please tell me what I should do. What? Nyctophobia. I guess. Okay. So it's an, nyctophobia is an extreme. (laughs) Yeah. It's an extreme or irrational fear of the night or of darkness. Yes. Oh, the night. Mm. That's rough. Um, And and your parents make you. 
Basically, the parents are saying what you just told the last listener oh, to is uh, toughen, toughen up, up and, Buttercup. Yeah, that's, probably that's same answer. That's what the answer. parents are saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with the parents on this one. <laughs> Again, stop being a pussy. Like, turn the lights out. It's fucking nighttime. Close your... Turn all the fucking lights on and then close your eyes. It's still fucking dark. So you're going to go to sleep anyway. <laughs> turn the fucking lights off and go to sleep. What a bunch of pussies. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, this person is old enough to obviously... What was this, Tim? Twitter, you said it came to us? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they have a Twitter handle. They they must have a, a, a an iPhone, for God's sakes. There's there. I mean, the screen itself throws off some light. I mean, this <laughs> doesn't seem like this monumental a challenge to overcome. It's like, okay, yeah. So don't use your lamps and wait ten minutes. You know, go to the bathroom and then once you think your parents, you've heard their door closed, turn on your damn damn light on your cell phone and you know, a problem solved there, nyctophobia. <laughs> okay, so there you go. Just find another way around it or uh, yeah. toughen up, Buttercup. Exactly. That would be, that's a tough phobia though. Like that, that's unavoidable. It's like being afraid of water or something like you, that's unavoidable. That's terror every single day, every, or every single night, every night. You should probably work to desensitize yourself. You know, like they use that uh, desensitization therapy where Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. like a a dim, like, you know, spend time in a dimly lit room. I mean, this person, all kidding aside, obviously they have very insensitive parents if they're just going to say, you know, we don't care about your fears, yeah. and it, and we. I mean, it's not like they're all sharing a, a studio apartment where the light would affect the parents sleeping. It seems unnecessarily cruel to insist that somebody who's afraid of the dark uh, douse their light. But that being said, like there is probably some value in overcoming it. You know, they they could tell them, hey, the pecker snatcher will come if you don't That's turn true. off. That's Good, exactly. point. Good point. Good <laughs> point. Pecker snatcher. <laughs> You don't no. want to fuck with the pecker snatcher. Actually, interesting. Um, uh, if you believe in Taoism or if you practice Taoism, there is some thought that, you know, I'm sure Chinese. many of our audience members are like, <laughs> yes, of course. I'm a committed Taoist, as a matter of fact. Uh. <laughs> that uh, acupuncture could actually help uh, with this as well. So just uh, just an out there, just a kind of off the cuff remark. But Yeah. And, you know, and this 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 listener's parents seem like the type of light enlightened kind individuals who would embrace that mom dad you're right i should shouldn't be afraid of the dark. i'd like may i have acupuncture i'm sure they'll they'll take you right over to your to the local uh acupuncturist <laughs> poor guy yeah i know we did not help this person at all we are bad no. counsel yeah so guys before we go tonight I, I wanted to make a direct appeal to our listeners um Bad Council Nation, we're loving fielding your questions, and, uh, and and we want to keep doing this for a long time. And as Jack and Tim mentioned, we don't get paid for this, um, but it does take time away from our families and a lot of effort to plan and produce, uh, at least on Jack and Tim's part. I don't do much work. But um, <laughs> one thing that would be of great uh, help to us and we would really appreciate is if, in addition to listening to the podcast and, and telling friends because we can tell that the word is getting out there. If we appreciate you would, it. Yeah, absolutely. If you would go on to iTunes and rate our podcast and leave yes. feedback. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, novices as we are in the podcast game, we're learning more and more that the way to attract a wider audience is to have uh, registered uh, ratings on mm-hmm. iTunes. So please do that. Well said, Greg. <laughs> yes, well said. Well, anyways, hey, guys, uh, great show tonight. Thank you, Greg. Thank you for spending some time on your honeymoon with us and and how much you care about our listeners. And Katie. Katie, thank you. What a sweetheart. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) My pleasure. Oh, wow. That's great. The voice of an angel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Obviously. Uh, she whipped you into shape. She's had to have That's some supernatural powers. So, I, but I think there's a show brewing, or at least something that we maybe put on our Patreon account with uh, maybe a female perspective, and that maybe Katie and Tammy might oh, might be, be awesome. answering some questions, or maybe taking some of the questions we had and maybe providing their own answers. Do you want me to uh, so, get one of my girlfriends to join, or no? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know. Uh, 
<laughs> Whatever girl shows up at your house that night. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't have to give a name in advance, right? No, no. Whoever right, shows right. up. Yeah. Conscious. Yeah. As long as she's conscious. Okay. Deal. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, uh, Greg, Katie, I hope you enjoy the rest of your uh, honeymoon. Thank you for spending time with us. You're such a beautiful couple. We'll, we'll see you later. Be good, guys. Uh, Jack, have a great night. Yep. Bye-bye.